everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. We're going to talk some Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 111. That is 111. From March the 12th, 1994, we are still in Jellicoe High School in Jellicoe, Tennessee, so no new venue, no new demographics. Uh, we are uh, sitting here, it's Doc and Hopper and myself. They've been there for a while, huh? I think this is the fourth week. I think this is the last week. I'm almost okay. certain it is actually. I haven't uh I didn't note it, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, four weeks in. You know, like I, I told y'all. I was thinking ahead, it, it it must be a bitch keeping people there for f- at least four hours. But I'm thinking yeah. you know, what else have they got to do with themselves? You know? That's nice. Oh, I mean it, it it's true. In that day and age what else are you gonna do in Jellico during that day and age? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I don't remember. They, I don't remember the demographics. I don't remember. They how probably don't even have cable was. there. Got the, They got them rabbit ears, bruh. Yeah. But we're still in Jellico. I think, like Harper said, this is the last week, and uh, uh, you know, from from a fan's perspective, that's still a long time to sit for for a TV taping. But I go back to what Cornette has said: uh, Dutch and Bob would be exhausted at the end of the fourth one. I mean that's a long time, Harper. You know it. You've yeah, talked this one before. That's yeah, a that's, long time to sit. Long time. That's when you just start kind of going through the motions. Yeah, you start. You mm-hmm. become a zombie. So yeah. let's uh let's let's jump into it then, since we're you know same venue and we're building up towards Bluegrass Brawl and Golden Week and all that other good stuff. Dutch and Bob Cottle. Dutch is holding a basketball during the opening as he looks I'm, like. Team I'm Wolf. doing great. Oh, I, I'm sorry. How are you doing, Doc? I'm doing great. Fantastic. I actually Bless. wanted to wanted to ask you before uh, I didn't do this but before we started recording. I wanted to ask you if you actually wanted to treat this one like a watch along. Uh, oh, I don't wasn't care. I, you know, really, probably not because since you didn't close the Blue Chew deal, I'm probably just gonna sit here and watch some hardcore pornography <laughs> while, while we're recording. We, while we record. Are you gonna crank one off too? Uh, TBD. To be determined. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know Harper's gotten a blowjob before on air, so what's new? Whoa. But like I was saying, so Dutch is holding a basketball during the, the introductions and the opening. And he, he I, really like Harper. I like Harper was the recipient of said blowjob, but then seemed surprised that this <laughs> happened. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Does does Dutch not look like Teen Wolf in the opening here, y'all? Yes. (laughs) Uh, The the Hornet is still the champ, and he will face Killer Kyle for the Beat the Champ TV title. Any thoughts from the opening, Doc? No. They're in the high school gym. That's a perfect place to have a basketball. And he's spinning it on his finger like he's one of the uh, Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. 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 
So uh, we then go to uh, Bobby Blaze versus Larry Santo in the opening match. And Dutch and Bob are talking about the upcoming cage match with the rock and roll and the bodies where the loser will leave Smoky Mountain for good. Uh, just a lot of talk about what's going on in the promotion and nothing really else at that point. Dutch also does mention that on Down and Dirty, he will feature the rock and roll this week. So not, not much of a match, though. Uh, Bobby wins with the Northern Light Suplex where uh, Tim Horner, although he's not competing right now, I'm sure he got a little upset at the bridge that uh, Bobby did there. Doc, any thoughts on the match? Hey, brother, can we talk for a minute? Hey, brother, <laughs> I, I like to do the bridges around here, okay? Can you can um, you come up with can you come up with something else? Hey, I thought Bobby got a nice little pop from those hillbillies when he was announced, though, man. Yeah, no, I guess I haven't I seen him Bobby. in a while. Maybe. Uh, he was in that the six man match two weeks ago, which for these people was probably three matches ago, but yeah, he still got a nice pop. I mean. Bobby Blaze, man. He's Bobby fucking Blaze. Hey, Bobby. Thanks for listening. International superstar. Right. Damn right about that. Uh, so, uh, by the way, y'all are talking about Tim Horner. So, uh, long-time listener of the show, uh, Glenn Braggart. He, I wasn't going to say this on air, but I'm going to say it. So he, he he does a, a like a Wrestling Memories podcast. Oh, wow. He had a contemporary. Hey, so he's a contemporary of ours, a peer, if you will. Not very nice guy. He had on Tim Horner. So oh, no. he messages me and tells me about <laughs> it. And I said, look, I said, I ain't got no problem posting that on a group page. I need to do it. But uh, it was the week I was uh, out at sea. So still, I, now that I'm thinking about it, I need to do it today. Anyway, so he group messages in Facebook Messenger, me, Tim Horner, and himself. <laughs> And he introduced us. Neither one of us responded <laughs> yet. That's nice. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna respond though. I'm gonna say, "Hey Tim, we want to get you on the show." Doc, oh wow, week about Tim's gonna stretch you, dude. I'm looking forward to talking. When to he you gets you, when he hits you with the natural bridge, I'm gonna go to the map for the and count the one, two, three. Now I can't guarantee that Tim is gonna say yes. He'll do it, but I will ask him. Well, we haven't had guests on in forever because you've gotten incredibly lazy and expect Harper and I to carry the water here. But it would Fuck. be good. It would be a monumentous occasion for you to interview old White Lightning himself. What's funny is by the time this airs, a guest will have appeared on the NWA show. So you just shot yourself in the foot a couple of times this week and last week. But who's the? Anyway. Well, let's go ahead and talk about that. Who was the guest? Was it? Don't worry about it. it. We'll you'll, you'll have stay fucking tuned, asshole. Was it Denim Fritz? Because I'm on the show every week. <laughs> God, it's mm-hmm. people. Are so was it Fake Mike? Because you're on the show every week. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> People are so easy to work, man, on Twitter. It's How, it's how pathetic are you that you p- made a parody account of yourself and then you Dude, manage no. it? Let me tell you what. I wish I was as creative as that guy or girl or whoever it is because that motherfucker is a genius. What you told me, what he told me, Harper, was I wish I had the stones to say about the great Brian Last what the fake Mike Mills will say about the fake great Brian Last. Wow. Dude, them dudes are brutal to each other, though, man. They going off, bro. That's it. That's when you kinda... can hide behind a, a semi-fake persona, it's easy to get real. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Do you, do you think they push it too far sometimes? Never. You, there's no such thing as too far. I, no, I mean, I, some of them... It's never too soon, either. 
Oh, okay. It's never too soon? Okay. Yeah. All right. So whatever you say. All right. But anyway, so back to what I was saying. I'm thinking about seeing if we can get Horner on. And like I said, we we have had a guest. We've had a guest. That needs to be patron only, pal. We'll see. Tracy Smothers cuts a promo. Let's go to Tracy right now and uh, see what he's got to say after uh, Bobby Blaze's defeat of uh, Larry Santo. Here it is. A big win here in the opening match, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Let's go right now to Bob Connell, standing by with Tracy Smothers. All right, fans, and with me right now, here's Tracy Smothers. Tracy, Golden Week 94, ladder match. That's a, I tell you, you got to have a guy in the ring, but you got to have him in such condition that he can't keep you from climbing a ladder. That's got to be a tough one. Exactly right. You know something, Candido? If you're back there listening, man, you know the last few weeks we've had a lot of money floating around, and we've had other people fighting our battles. Ladder match. The ladder's going to be on the outside of the ring. All you got to do is put that ladder in the middle of the ring, climb up it. Hey, man, all the stuff you've done to me, all the frustration you've caused, you're the cheatingest guy I've ever been in the ring with. I'm going to do my dead-level best to scale that ladder like a cat. And if I can get that $2,500, I'm going to throw it out to all these good people right here. Hey, I tell you, they're going to be pulling get down. Down. no doubt about that. I'll give it my best shot. That's uh, all I can do. All right, fans, and I'm sure you will. You don't want to miss that one. The ladder match. Tracy Smothers, Chris Candido. We'll be back. We'll have more right after this. All right, uh, Doc, thoughts on the promo? Um, we talked about this last week, but a ladder match is still a big deal for, for this promotion at any time. But in 1994, man... Did he say he was going to take that money and throw it out to the crowd? Yeah. Imagine those people. That's Jeez. like throwing chum out to the sharks. That means he's losing the match, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's go in case he throws some money and we could get a $5 bill. <laughs> That's really? the most baby face thing you could do. If mm-hmm. I win that match and get the $2,500, i am going to throw it out to all these good people. What the yeah. fuck? I remember uh, when Andre beat uh, Big John Stud or something. Yep. In a body slam match, and he took the money and threw it out to the crowd. Yep. But that's going to cause a riot here. Because that was in, like, fucking New York. These motherfuckers would kill each other for that money that he'd be throwing Mm -hmm. out. Fuck. $5, that's like fucking, that's like four or five packs of cigarettes for these people. In 1994, how many, how many is a meth a sack? What do you, what do you, what do they call meth when you buy meth? Like you know, you buy a sack. Of I don't meat. know. I mean, I'm curious. Like how many? Well, sacks we'll to, maybe we should crowdsource the answer with our uh, throw that <laughs> straight into the Smoky Mountains and uh, yeah. see if we can't fish out an answer. Yeah, I mean, since meth is a food group, like Harper said, you weeks ago or months. Yeah, ago, I mean, to these now. people, you know. So, I mean, like you know, you, you don't throw out some money. In business, when you talk about like strategic planning or whatever, you think about who are your competitors. So, like, if you're Ring of Honor, you're like, okay, so it's TNA, PWG, maybe WWE on some level. Uh, this the New Japan, even though we're strategic partners, whatever, dude. When we're BTT, we're not going up against other podcasts. We are in fucking direct competition with methamphetamine. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue in the show. He's uncomfortable about this line of, of conversation because yeah. he's getting just a little bit too close to home for, for Menace Mike. 
Up next, we got a replay of the Hornet versus the Dirty White Boy and the Dirty White Girl knocking out the Hornet, followed by a promo from the Dirty White Girl and the Dirty White Boy. So let's go to that soundbite right now. All right, fans, with us right now, the Dirty White Girl, Dirty White Boy, I tell you one thing. Last week was proof positive to me that her training has really been paying Gold, off. The Golden Week is coming up. It's finally here. This is what we've been waiting on. A mixed tag match. Now you just see last week exactly what this little lady right here is capable of. She's got a meaner right hook than Mike Tyson. <laughs> so prime time, Brianley, what you need to do is you better take out a real good insurance policy for that little old turkey neck chicken leg thing running around with you because this gal right here is coming for her head. And then big boy, I may just take your head off, regardless whether you like it or not. The bottom line is, the dirty white boy and dirty white girl are going to show everybody how we got the name. And we got the name by beating people up. And I'm fixing to show you both right now how I really got the name. <laughs> All right. And while we watch the dirty white boy, hey, dirty white girl, how about staying here with us at the, and doing a little commentating with us in a little sure, color, okay? Go. All right, sounds great. Let's go to the ring. Um, do y'all want to hold your thoughts until what happens in a second? If you want. The sure. only thing I was going to say is that when they say mixed tag team in this territory, they're probably thinking they're going to have a colored guy wrestle. <laughs> you can't say that. When's the last time we saw a black wrestler in this promotion? Exactly. And That's what I was killer, thinking. And Killer Kyle's just He's as confusing on his ethnicity yeah, as, as Menace is over here. I can't tell if he's maybe Latino or kind of a, you know, I don't know, light-skinned black. <laughs> Y'all are so dirty. What? It's, Hopper, it's true. Hopper's a d Hopper, do that voice imitation again. <laughs> What's up? They're going to have a color guy wrestle? That's my Gomer Powell. Shazam, Shazam. <laughs> Last time I saw Opie, he was fishing over by Franklin Pine. What? <laughs> now what we need to do is have that character interact with Mike's cousin Jimmy character from episode one of the show and see what happens. God. I got tears in my eyes listening to all. <laughs> we gonna have a color guy wrestle or white guy? What's going on? Oh. What the hell's happening, man? We gonna have a color guy with a? Let me tell you something, boy. Okay, uh, now that I can breathe, That's let's go down to the. Dog. I don't want them around here. <laughs> <laughs> what did you call it? The Gomer pile? Yeah, that's. Yeah, from fucking Andy Griffin. Right. <laughs> but yeah. but it doesn't sound like I don't know, Doc, does it sound like Gomer Pala you or is this... <laughs> I'm just good with this continuing in whatever format <laughs> it, it goes on in. We ought to get Auburn and come for the next two segments of the show. That's how he talks when he when we throw it to him to ask what he thinks about the match. Anyway, we go to the match and I got a couple of a couple of sound bites. The first one is so Dutch Dutch is uh, Dirty White Girls on commentary. It's Pat Rose versus the Dirty White Boy. 
Dutch tells a dirty white girl, chauvinism is not dead. I'm going to play a quick 20-second soundbite, though, with the dirty white girl on commentary when she's talking about Tammy Fitch. Here it is. Against a dirty white boy. Uh, hey, Bob, I got a good joke for you. You want to hear it? Yeah, tell me about you it. You know, I hear that uh, when Tammy Fitch was born, instead of the doctor slapping her on the butt, he reached up and slapped her mama in the face, uh, producing such a waste. <laughs> She's about the rudest, loud, obnoxious bimbo I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Why, girl, uh, let, wow. me, let me ask you something. You don't... You don't... That's nice. <laughs> offer your thoughts? She just... I guess she didn't know how to, like start the conversation so they're like yeah just say this joke here <laughs> right she's not great on the mic but that was good that, no, I, I thought, yeah. that, that was funny mm-hmm. uh, Doc your thoughts she's so bad that Bob actually got flustered yeah and then they kind of <laughs> stopped for a while where there's I don't yeah. know if their mics got cut off or what but for a good five or six seconds it goes silent yeah, yeah. she did yeah, I was trying to figure out if they were trying to share, if it was them trying to share three headsets or, I'm sorry, two headsets and two mics or something. I don't know. I, but you're right. I just think there was just an awkward pause there. Uh, but we'll let's keep going because then uh, during the match that's going on, Tammy and Primetime Brian Lee come out to the announcer or the commentary desk. So let's we're gonna listen to that part right here. Uh, whoa, wait a minute. We got a problem here. Hey, here, comes, here comes Tammy. Here. here comes Tammy Fitch and Pentagon. We got a screaming match going on. Whoa, Dutch. We got like two cats going at it, Dutch. Primetime Brian Lee has Wait a minute, we got some activity her. going on here. Wait, oh, wait a minute, they right off of her. Tammy Fitch, they have ripped their clouds off, and, and here comes a minute. white boy. Oh, wait a minute, here, put this coat on. Put this coat around you. My heavens alive, they ripped their, they ripped their clothes right off of her. Whoa, wait, day in the morning, fans. Hey, we're going to be right back. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this. I wonder if Bob Cottle was really uncomfortable because he's like, oh, it's too early in the morning because, you know, these things aired in the morning in the Smoky Mountain usually. But, uh, Doc, your thoughts as uh, we saw the favorite political party of the BTT Army right there, Tatas. First of all, we've heard how the the Army likes to see Dirty White Girl, so they like her. But then, man, there's there's something that always works in wrestling, and that is girls getting their clothes ripped off. Yep. And, and even though, no, and even though like you, you can't see anything, it's but Bob kind of helps out when he goes to put the jacket over to make yeah, you think. Yeah, you can't of, see nothing. I mean, she's just got right. A, her, I mean, it's not like her yeah. titties were out, right? And I mean, it, it, it with him pulling out the jacket to to throw on top of her, it kind of of it adds more to make. Oh fuck, maybe something did pop out. Yeah, yeah, buddy. This was uh it was a good little segment though. I, I enjoyed it. Uh Doc, any other thoughts before we move on? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, this was right, good because even though these people say they don't like it, they you showed a fucking man beating beating on a fucking woman or putting his hands on him. Hands on her. So it, that kind of fucking adds too. to it. 
Right. Like, he's like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. He grabs her, holds her so Tammy can rip her blouse off, her shirt, and then Bob Cottle, he loses his shit because he's an old white man. Oh, no! Or yeah. Ripped her shirt off. Cover up! And he's taking his jacket off to cover up. Uh, there's a promo up next. It's Chris Candido. I do want to ask because uh, it's it's short. Doc, did you have anything from it? I thought it was much like last week's. It was solid and okay, but nothing that was out of it that was just like, holy crap. Me too. I thought the exact same. Uh, Hopper, did you have pretty much the same thing? Yeah, pretty much. All right. So then uh, we, we will move forward then and because I got something I want to I, I want to play the uh, thrill seekers here, man. I thought that uh, I thought Jericho wasn't as bad as we as Doc has claimed he would be. But, you know, that's just that's just my thought. So anyway, they go to a promo to thrill seekers and here it is. This is the week to see them, folks. They're setting Smoky Mountain Wrestling on fire. We're talking about the Thrill Seekers. You know, a lot of people have been asking me and asking Lance, why did you start teaming together? How did you two guys become the Thrill Seekers? Well, you know, even when we were training in Calgary, Alberta at the Hart Brothers camp, I saw that Lance would always take that extra little jump farther than the rest of the class. He would always take that extra step to be the fastest one, to be the best one. And I know by tagging with him, that I can be my best and it always pushes me to go the extra mile. And I know Lance Storm feels the same way. Because the Thrill Seekers are all about being the best that you can be and taking the extra step further. What does it take to be a Thrill Seeker? To be part of the number one tag team around in the world today? Well, I'll tell you what it takes. It takes a lot of dedication, it takes a lot of training, and it takes a lot of putting everything you have into the sport that you love. You know, I think I'm the only guy I know that's been shot down in flames by chicks in maybe 10 countries. <laughs> but that doesn't matter to me anymore because all that matters is getting into the professional wrestling ring and showing both what myself and what Lance Storm can do in that ring and to show everybody that the Thrill Seekers are something new, something exciting, and something different. And if that means getting shot down by chicks everywhere, then so be it. But I guarantee something, when we're in the ring, everybody will be paying attention. All right, so then after the promo, they re-air the uh, Rock America when we get to see the bear that's yeah. suicidal. <laughs> Two weeks out on the back streets. <laughs> yeah, I hear uh, a heartbeat. <laughs> that shit's heavy as fuck. Why don't you sing it? Why don't you sing it in your Gomer podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Uh, out on the back streets. <laughs> I hear a heartbeat. We're going to rock America. <laughs> Doc, what the fuck's wrong with us? <laughs> the great thing about this show is this. Shazam, Shazam. You, There's no script. There's no plan for this. This is just what happens. And so when we started this episode... 20 minutes ago. There was no clue this is how it was going to go. <laughs> Out on the back street. I can't do it. Okay. Any other thoughts on the music video before we keep going to Down and Dirty? Uh, I don't like or Jericho. Jericho right admit, I don't like Jericho admitting he gets shot down by chicks if he's going to be the white meat young baby face that's there to bang ass and rock America. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. He's supposed to he, be the good-looking guy with the long blonde hair, and he and he can't get laid. 
Yeah, if somebody's going to say that, it needs to be Storm because he's actually married at that point and has his wife with him. So you want Jericho out there, and he's, you know, Corny said this before, you know, the where are the blowjobs thing. He needs Jericho to be just fucking slaying rats left and right. Um, and then I watched the video again because why I not? I watched it. Dude. That, the places they're going look beaten down in 1994. I imagine they look the same today. Just life in small towns is just a, a beat down completely. I mean, seriously, they had to go to some fucking horseback riding and helicopter rides and fucking... Bungee jumping. <laughs> seriously... Fucking get some cable and shit, dude. Get Charter to come out there or fucking Cox Cable or fucking somebody to get you a connection so you don't have to go fucking waste your money on dumb shit. They go to that fucking they go to that fucking video arcade. That place looked like it had eight foot ceilings. What the fuck? Dude, I miss arcades, man. Is Bro, that arcade fuck? still open in Metairie, Hopper? Fuck no, nah, bro. They're all gone, bro. All right. They've been gone. Yeah, there was there was one in Metairie, I remember for Yeah. Man, get you an Xbox and just stay stay the fuck home and play. Yeah, fuck Dude, that. These people can't afford that. What is wrong with you? Well, if you don't do all the meth and you keep a little bit on the side and then you <laughs> sell it and then you start building your empire, maybe one day you could be somebody. Breaking bad, brother. Well, uh if you want to learn how to build a meth empire, I suggest you go watch Better Call Saul. Well, he was a scientist. You're, these people are not. No, they're the they're no, the no, Jesse. No, 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 no. They're I'm the not Jesse talking. Here. I'm not. I, no, we're not talking about Walter here. We're we're talking about before all of that, when uh, Gustavo and and they they show all the backstory to all that. That's why I say that. If you want to learn how to build a meth empire, you you, you got to go back to that. Let's keep it moving though. Down and Dirty's up net next with Dutch in the Rock and Roll Express. First, uh, Dutch uh, throws us to a recap of Morton being mauled and busted open from a few weeks ago. We've We've actually seen this now two or three different times. Uh, they also re-air Morton uh, firing up and promo, and then we get back to Dutch with the rock and roll in the ring, and uh, here that is. Okay, joining me here on Down and Dirty with Dutch, special guest, the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. Ricky, I'm going to direct this question to you. Ten years, ten years of frustration, ten years of Jimmy Cornette being in your face almost every night, and every move, you couldn't go anywhere unless you faced him. This is your big chance to rid yourself of the monkey on your back for 10 years and get Jim Cornette and his team off your back. Your comments, please. Well, that's right, Dutch. But first of all, I want to start out by saying, you know, ever since Robert and I reunited right here at Smoky Mountain Wrestling, every major wrestling organization in the world has called us, wanting us to come to wrestle for them. But we said, no, we wanted to stay right here at Smoky Mountain Wrestling where all the fans stood behind us through some lot of thick and bad situations. But you see, the only place that we got to go now is crazy. You see, Jimmy Cornette is the kind of guy that likes to humiliate people. You know, he was born, the kind of guy that was born with a golden spoon in his mouth. He don't know what it's like to get out of work eight to 10 to 12 to 14 hours a day and worry about how putting food on the table. He's the kind of guy that likes to embarrass people. But you see, Dutch, this is for the last time you know, he humiliated Robert's mother, he humiliated my father, and us on different, many different times. But you see, Dutch, it's all got to come to an end. 
That's why we asked for this match right here. In a cage, loser leave town. Not just one. That's right. Not just one of us is going to leave because we thought we made that mistake. We made a mistake like that one time before, Dutch. We had a loser leave town for only the loser of the fall had to leave that was Stan Lane. We thought we got rid of them, but we didn't. But you see, Jimmy, in this cage match, loser leave town. If we're not man enough, the whole team, right? if we're not man enough to beat the heavenly bodies, I would sit down in the middle of the ring. I would take my boots off because we reunited right here in Smoky Mountain Wrestling and we will end it because if we don't beat the heavenly bodies, there will be no more Rock and Roll Express because it's got to come to an end, Jimmy. I'm tired of you running around behind my back. I'm tired of you on my family. I'm tired of you on Robert Gibson. I'm tired of you on me. So in the Bluegrass Brawl, loser leave town. And if we don't win, there will be no more Rock and Roll Express. Thank you, Doug. Okay, fans, there you heard it. Some strong words and some serious words from Ricky Morton. Don't go away. Beat the champ up next. Uh, Doc, I'll go to you first. Thoughts? Man, that's some serious shit right there. Yeah, that's some babyface shit too, man. We we got back together here in Smoky Mountain. It all happened with you people, bringing them in, making them part of the deal. But man, they made a mistake. They said they made a mistake when they didn't. Get, they only got Stan Lane out, dude. Somebody needs to sit down with the Rock and Roll Express and teach them the rules of wrestling. They went up to WWF and they didn't know the rules and just they just struggle with stipulations and shit. What? Hopper, your thoughts? Nothing. I love, I love how they bring up all the, the old shit, the whole history, to let you know like this is, this has been festering fucking forever, and it's time to fucking end this shit, you know, for uh, once and for all. This shit's been going on. Yeah, they fucking beat the shit out of his dad. They fucking. They fucking uh, did the deal where they had uh, Robert Gibson's, uh, uh, Gibson's mom was in a hospital or some shit. Remember that when he took the wrong flight home or some yeah. crap? Yeah. <laughs> so, I forgot what it was. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Yeah, and uh, they've been fucking with him for fucking, you know, forever. And this is it. Like, this is the end. This is the period of to this whole fucking story this is the period this is the end uh and uh you know you've been talking about just what has been going on in smoky mountain i mean and we can go back further than that go back to nwa go back to mid south yeah. i mean this is this is 10 years old even though both mm -hmm. of the heavenly bodies weren't were not in were not in mid south nor were they in in uh crock promotions but uh, well not as the heavenly bodies let me just say it like that uh you because uh, Del Rey did do some enhancement talent. But uh, the thing was, you know, the Cornette's been a part of those teams. Rock and Roll been a part of those teams, obviously. So, yeah, man, uh, I, I I agree with Doc. Doc, you nailed it. This is about as babyface as it can get from uh, Morton right there. It's it's He's rallying the people, and, um, you know, there it is. That's that's where we're at with this. So, okay, let's keep going. We got the Rock and Roll Express. I'm sorry. We got Cornette and the Heavenly Bodies up next as uh, they're going to respond. Here it is. Alright fans, here they are. Take a good look at them. You may not see these three around very long. You know, You'd love that, wouldn't you, Cuddle, huh? You'd love that, wouldn't you? Well, I think, uh, you know what I'd like I'd to do? Like that. I'd like to just take this top and I'd like to just hit you once, but I'm going to save it. I heard the Rock and Roll Express out here talking about 
If they don't win that match April 1st at the Bluegrass Brawl, they will sit down in the ring, take their boots off, and they'll quit wrestling because they reunited here and they will quit here. Well, I got news for you, Rock and Roll Express. That's exactly what you're going to do. Because you see, every major wrestling organization has contacted you, wanted you to wrestle for them, and you said no. Well, that's not exactly true. Because you see, when the heavenly bodies spread their dominance outside Smoky Mountain Wrestling, went to the WCW, beat everybody they had there, wasn't even hard. Went to the World Wrestling Federation, tackled the Steiner brothers, tackled all the top teams there, went all across the country. You got so jealous you couldn't stand it. So what did you do? You followed us. Like some kind of plague, like some kind of cancer. You followed us, dogged our footsteps, tried your best to take our spotlight away. And it's been that way through our whole history. Every time we got something going on, you couldn't stand it, and you had to try to take it away. Because you're jealous that the Heavenly Bodies and the Midnight Express before them have always been the greatest tag team in wrestling. So now you got this match signed, and you're starting to realize what it's going to mean. April the 1st, Bluegrass Brawl, Pikeville, Kentucky, inside a steel cage. No way in, no way out. The best team has to win. Sure, we know how important this is, and sure, we're nervous. But I guarantee you this, Rock and Roll Express, your prophecy will come true. You're going to sit down in the middle of that ring on your hands and knees or on your big backsides. And you're going to take your boots off and you're going to take your tights off and we're going to make a little bonfire. And that outfit will be burned because there will be no more Rock and Roll Express one way or another. And this marathon match coming up during Golden Week that's our perfect thing because that's the perfect way for us to hurt one of you guys so bad that the other one's left all alone so you can either go into that cage match in pikeville all by yourself and lose or you can forfeit and lose either way we win i just want to say jimmy del rey and i have got together jim We've talked about this match too. We know how much it means to you, and we know how much it means to ourselves. And we're going on public record right now, yeah. our right hand to God. We are not going to leave Smoky Mountain Wrestling. We will walk out of the cage in Pikeville, the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, and we will dominate Smoky Mountain for as long as we want to. <laughs> All right, fans, you, you heard it from the... Jim Cornette, the Heavenly Bodies, all of that remains to be seen. Boy, some big doings, some big happenings coming up in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Right now, let's go to the ring. All right, I'll go first. They, I mean, the big thing there was they they, they plug, obviously, what's going to happen Bluegrass Brawl. But uh, I thought, actually, the best part of that was the first part when Cornette said they went to WCW, beat everybody. That wasn't that hard uh, as he took a shot at WCW. Doc, your thoughts? Well, for everything we thought Morton just was, Corny was just as good on the other side of that. Yeah. And and that's I mean, that's why these these two groups and entities drew money for as long as they did cuz they're good at what they do and they know what they're doing, but you know, Dr. Tom said we <laughs> we talked about it, Corny, we're going to be here for a while. So, um bye buddies. Yep. Hopper thoughts? Yeah, it's 
I would have liked it when uh, Dr. Tom said, when we lift our right hand, if if, if fucking Jimmy lift his left hand, <laughs> I, I thought that would have been funny. <laughs> Del Rey's been a little tame the last few weeks, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> After he did the blind, when he, when he imitated uh, Morton's dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything else off? Nah. That shit right, was funny. Yeah, it was. Good God. One of the great moments of uh, Smokey Mountain, I have to say. The Hornet versus Killer Kyle is up next. This is the Beat the Champ TV title match. It hit me while I was watching this. Uh, Kyle has never been a champ yet uh, that I can recall in Smokey Mountain. Uh, The Hornet and Robbie Eagle have, which is crazy if you think about it, uh, based on that whole feud with Tracy and Candido. This didn't last long. Kyle wins. Uh, he is to beat the Champ TV title now, champion. So that was that. And the, the Hornet gets destroyed pretty easily. Uh, Kyle takes the money and leaves out the ring. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on this match before we go to Daryl Van Horn, Harper, or you? Uh, anything? No. When was the last time we saw Kyle win? Yeah, no. We have seen it. It's been a long time, though. It's been so long that uh, during this match, I kept waiting to see something happen. Yeah. Mm. Cause you're just in, like just waiting for something not to. Well, go. and I can't. Right. They, they were trying to help out here and and mention that like Kyle's not hitting him as hard as he can because he hit the Hornet and the Hornet's still standing. But last week, Dirty White Girl hit him and he went out. Yeah. One time. That's a good point. Damn, Doc, you are smart. I know, what? huh? Book it, bitch. Book it, bitch. Real. Okay, let's go to Daryl Van Horn now. The Sinister Minister, and see what he's got to say. He's uh, got a promo to cut after the match. Words of wisdom from Daryl Van Horn. All right, Dutch and Right You Are fans, here is Mr. Daryl Van Horn. We had talked about the mummy on several occasions, but now all of a sudden you sort of sneaked in on me that you may be looking for tag teams. Well, I'm not worried about that right now, Bob. I want all these Smoky Mountain scumbags out here in TV land to get their tongues out of their grandmother's mouth and stop felching the family dog. I have great news to share with you people. After months and months of being screwed around by that parliament of swine, the Smoky Mountain Board of Directors, I have finally secured a Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Championship match with Prince Karras against that idiot champion. And you know, for months they tried to screw me around. They obviously had me confused with that parking lot philatrix, the dirty white girl, because I don't bend over and grab my ankles for anybody. Prince Karras is over 300 pounds, nearly seven feet tall. He can't be stopped, Bob Cottle. He can't be hurt. This is the culmination of months of hard work. I made what you might call a Faustian pact at the University of Cairo to bring Prince Karras back into the world and to make sure that he would be a champion. And I don't care if it means I have to spend eternity in the place where the guy with the horns and the pointed stick conducts his business. Prince Karras will be the next Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion. Fans, we'll be right back. Thank you. All right, send it to me because I need to do something here. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Harper, I need you to go to Urban Dictionary oh, and no. type in the word felching. <laughs> felching. Yeah, F-E-L-C-H-I-N-G, because um, Van F-L- Horn just said F-E-L-C-H-I-N-G. Okay. Because 
Van Horn said people need to stop felching the family dog after he said that they were tongue-kissing their grandmas. Dude, what the fuck? Okay, so what is felching? Can you tell us? Well, let's see. Carry to one. Okay. Yeah. Get some legal documents out of his briefcase. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> the act of... Wow. The act of sucking <laughs> semen from... Any human. The anus, vagina, it could be done with a drinking straw when semen is deep inside the rectum. Jesus. God. To suck the freshly ejaculated semen from any uh, orifice. And so that's gross enough, but he said doing it with the family dog. Yeah, so you're sucking to come out the dog. That you put there. Yeah. Because you were fucking your family dog. On TV. In the Go volunteers, you know. <laughs> Rocky Top. I mean, yeah. How many, how many of these people got that, though? No uh, one did. No one. They were like, uh, wait, did he say we were t- kissing our grandmothers? Well, yeah, my grandma's sweet. Of course I give her a peck on the cheek at Christmas time. Oh, uh, so I think he actually Bruh, that's, talked about that. That's his stiffest and most and craziest set of uh, promo right there. Yeah, he was pretty stiff on that one. He talked about this promo specifically when he was on Cornette's show like four years ago because he talked about the whole felching thing and how no one knew what he was talking about. That's pretty rough, bro. I mean, it's one thing to say, get your tongues out of your grandmother's mouth, but stop felching the family dog. And then Hopper, Hopper read that. You know, it's bad. Hopper has read Juicy Johnny, Montana Musket Loader, and he's be able to get through it and laugh. He read that. It literally threw up in his mouth. Yeah, that's the gross, huh? <laughs> You're sucking to come out your dog. Once it comes out, it stays out. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's just. I mean, it's there. Yeah. I don't want it back in me. Yeah. It's like putting the toothpaste back in the fucking uh, tube, right? I would it's over you. with. Yeah. It's your problem now. <laughs> it's your that? problem now. You got to fucking lay there until I get a towel, you bitch. <laughs> with your Tulsa Strudel fucking looking ass. What? <laughs> Doc, any other thoughts on Daryl Van Horn right there? Well, and then after all of that, he said he made a Faustian pack, which nobody there understood that. I'm pretty sure that 75% of the the people listening don't know what it is, and two-thirds of this show don't know what that means. <laughs> well, he said that, and he said they had to be confused when he started talking about parking lot filatrix. Right. Yeah. But a Faustian <laughs> pack is also otherwise known as a Faustian bargain. And it's basically selling your soul for power and money. Making a deal with the devil. Why was he so stiff on the dirty white girl like there? I think he went out there and was stiff on everything. Okay, yeah. sure too. He's like, I'm just being a heel and fucking buried it, buried everything. Dude. They had me confused with the parking lot for Latrix, the dirty white girl, because I don't bend over and grab my ankles. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, once again, the mummy is stupid, but Van Horn is... That may be his finest work. That was 
phenomenal. I agree. That was excellent. Excellent work there. Any other thoughts on Van Horn right there, Doc? It's funny because in the show run here, you're going to transition from that line of things that we just covered to Bob Armstrong looking like dad from 1980, anybody's dad from 1984 talking about Porky Pig. What a what a juxtaposition. <laughs> well, and then followed by Dick Murdoch, who just, good God. God, yeah. He must yeah. have been drinking. <laughs> Gee. <laughs> Bob Cottle throws us to Bob Armstrong. And that's followed by Dick Murdoch. Let's listen to, the, to Armstrong's part first after bullet, after uh, Bob Cottle throws it. And Bullet Bob Armstrong plans to put yes. Jim Cornette out of his misery this week <laughs> in a handicap match. Bullet Bob versus Dick Murdoch and Jim Cornette. That's, that's two against one. Yeah, it's not, you it's not fair. It. It's not fair. Right. Let's hear this from Bullet and then from Captain Redneck himself. Golden week is here. We've talked and talked and talked, and now the golden week itself is here, and I am so happy. Because I have got some hog killing to do. Cornette went out and got himself old Porky Pig himself, Captain Redneck, that guy that's got a gut out to here that looks like Porky Pig. Well, I'll tell you something. In all this Smoky Mountain towns, I got something to prove I owe you. You've done a lot to me. You've done a lot to my friend, the bullet. So what I need to do about that yapping mouth of you is you always got it open saying something. Well, I'll catch you with it open. Stick that apple in your mouth. I'll skewer it down your throat, and I'll roast you, brother. And as far as you, Dick Murdoch, you look like you've eaten a pound or two of pork yourself. Well, eat this, brother, because Golden Week is here, and y'all both going to have all you can handle with bad to the bone, man. I'll tell you what, my friend, the bullet, he left me some clues on how to deal with you, Cornette. And also you, Captain Redneck. So this time, Golden Week 94, we're going to get the job done. They said, you can be commissioner, Bullet Bob, and once in a while you can wrestle. Well, Golden Week is that once in a while. If I can just get this done, that's all I need to do. And from now on, brother, when you see me, you will cross the street and walk on the other side. Golden Week 94, we all going to be b- b- bad to the bone. Okay, so Doc, you were talking about it first. Um, what what did you have right there from? I mean, he's got Bob his rap going. He's got his rap going, and it's Porky Pig, and I mean, it plays well to the people. And we've talked about how Bob is a hell of a promo, and he's got his rap, and he's on his roll. But it just seems com- it's just weird coming off of what we just watched with Van Horn, dude. When he hit that. I was like, yeah, that shit was funny, man. You didn't like that? (laughs) Yeah, it was was just unexpected, but he hit it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're right, Doc. He's got the rap. He's got that baby face thing going. He's he's just damn good in that role. He was a damn good commissioner in that role, and I loved it. Uh, Harper, what did what did you have from it? I liked it. Yeah, they call him fat with with the fucking porky pig shit. I, I tell you what, let's let's then transition from him because it was uh. good to Murdoch's response. And uh, mm. let me just say, this is not politically correct in today's environment no. whatsoever. What did I Here. tell you? What did I tell you last night? I think you could get away with the stormtrooper gimmick today before you could do what he just did. I don't know, bro. I don't think you get with any. If you're saying get away with it, maybe on like ROH or Impact, you ain't getting away with that shit on WWE TV. You're not getting away with the Stormtrooper, or you're going to get away with what we're about to hear from Murdoch. Let's let's play it, and then we'll talk about it. Here it is. I enjoy whipping people. 
See, I enjoy beating up people thoroughly. And I really enjoy it when you get paid for it. And you see Mama Cornette has really sweetened the pot. See Armstrong, I think little Jimmy boy is getting to him. I think he's starting to sweat. I think he's starting to get nervous. So my ante keeps going up. But I'm going to tell you something, Jimmy. Don't get nervous. Sleep. Because I promised your mother that Armstrong would not ruffle your feathers. You see, when you hire me, it's like hiring a fox guarding a hen house. As long as everybody's watching, that hen house is safe. But as soon as you turn your back, I'm going to get a chicken. Hey, Armstrong, you are the biggest chicken that I know. And I'm going to get a leg of you. I'm going to get a thigh of you. I might even get a little bit of wing. So you see, Armstrong, you're the one that needs to start sweating. You're the one that can't sleep at night. You're the one that's got the illegitimate kid that shot all the Iraqis when they surrendered in the desert storm. You're the one that gave the United States Marine Corps a bad name. You and your kids. You see, Armstrong, if your kid would have joined about six years later than what he did, he would have fit right in to what President Clinton is letting in the military service now. You know what I mean, Armstrong? Your kid would have fit the bill. So let me tell you something. Can I insult you anymore? Go home and kiss your fat, ugly, stinking wife. The one with the big fat lips. You know what I'm talking about, Armstrong? The one that looks like Dusty Rhodes with gray hair. Kiss her. That's how fat she is. So you get ready. I'm spending the money. I'll see you. Well, it should be a heck of a fight. No doubt about Pow. that. At least Boom. until Bob gets Pow. his hands on Cornette. Now, we'll be right back, fans. I wish I was in God, I'm afraid would you like to talk. would you like to tell the people what Dickie Murdoch just did right there? Yeah, he, he called them a call him a he basically okay, so he he, he, he didn't call that. him anything. What did he do? Well he made the gay hand gesture. The yeah. Uh. And told Armstrong that his kid would he gave have it a right limp wrist. Vis mm -hmm. He gave it a limp wrist visibly twice yes. on camera. Uh, twice? I thought it was three times, but yes. Oh, maybe. So. Yeah. Uh, but he, he, yes, he, uh, you're definitely doing that today, but uh, go ahead, Doc. What is it about wrestlers that makes them want to be Republicans? Well, He's back then, everybody there. was against gays. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had nothing to do with being Republican, right there. Yeah, I mean white, I, black, Democrats, Republicans. Think how big of a deal it was for for them to get gays in the military back then. Dude, I remember those days that like, we can't let these damn queers in the military. You're like, ugh, that's so dirty. <laughs> I mean, that fucking. How, how was Gomer Pyle in the military then? Oh yeah, that's true. He was gay. <laughs> Look, look, we didn't need to, let's not have a political discussion here. But Hopper's not, not wrong. Like Bruh, Barack <laughs> Obama wasn't he was against gay marriage a couple of years ago. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying, bro. He had like, Hopper... married to a man. Everybody knows Michelle Obama's actually a man. <laughs> okay. Again, let's not get political here, but hey, but uh, this hey, was that's a black woman, right? You always talk about black women. That's a black woman right there. That's a, a nice looking black woman, man. I, I I'd make to her the you know Mrs. Doc too, if you know what I mean. You're full of so full of shit. You you've gone on record, off the record, a bunch of times. And you're like, let me tell you all about this asshole. He he he's like a uh, 
his exact words to me once was, yeah, black women just don't do it for me. All right, I mean, that's your preference, whatever. But so, whatever, go go, go tell that lie to somebody else about uh, Michelle Obama. But anyway, uh, this was fucking spectacular. Because you're mixing in real life shit in a promo, and you're being a fucking heel. Well, I don't know, maybe he's being a baby face. Dude, that might have got Back then, it, back then, and in this area, and with Bob Armstrong, that might have got some legit heat with Bullet. Yeah, I mean, this was a different time, bro. I That's mean, what I'm saying. Me. You can say a lot of things. You just called my son a fag. I don't and a traitor. Yeah, and he's a like, fucking killing uh, uh, surrendered fucking Iraqis. Right. <laughs> when fucking Bob was in the fucking core. Yeah, but that's right. killing brown people in a third world country. We're talking about true. being gay. That was a serious slur. <laughs> so you're saying to a segment... But see, that's anything. To a segment of the audience, he was playing babyface? Yeah. I, I thought... I, I also thought on my little speakerphone on my... The speaker on my phone watching this, I thought he said that Bullet's wife had big fat nipples, but it was big fat lips. Yeah. I was like, what, you got some saucers there? What's going on, dude? <laughs> Guess it's wow. bigger pepperoni nipples. Pepperonis. <laughs> That's nice. Hopper, you like pepperonis or you like when they're smaller? I love them pepperoni nipples. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Doc, any other thoughts on Dick Murdoch here? Well, I feel like what happened here was they. this is, I think, the third interview he shot in front of that backdrop backdrop and i think somebody said to him you know dick those first two have been pretty good but i think you got a better one in you and he goes hold my beer all right (laughs) yeah hopper any other thoughts before we uh get to the end of this thing no we can move on so they go that they murdoch with a nice promo riling people up whether you're uh Against or four? There you go. Rock and Roll Express versus Well Done. A couple of minutes into the match, Cornette makes his way down to the ring. Cornette gets involved, pulling Morton's uh, leg when Morton was sent into the ropes. Uh, Rock and Roll were in control until that point. Morton finally makes the hot tag. Gibson is about to get hit with the racket by Dunn when Gibson ducks. Dunn hits Well with that, and Gibson gets the pin, and Well Done has been... uh, they lose. They're they're cooked, so to say, as they lose the match. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I just kind of. They just threw this thing together. I don't like. Okay. The, I don't like this at all. Yeah. yeah I ain't like how the the rock and roll kind of worked as heels. I didn't like it. I didn't like it because they beat Will Dunn before they could feed him to the to Storm and Jericho. That's true. Bro, I just think they were at the end of a four week tape in here, and they just. Corny was like, "We gotta do. We need one more match for TV. Let's do something." And then that's what this was. I don't know. I'd have made it Gibson. I, I don't, I'm indifferent. I'd have made it. Thing. I'd have made it Gibson versus one of them. Then you know, uh, well or done, and made it a singles match. But to see them get beat by, so well done's new, and you think they're gonna fight Storm and Jericho probably, but the Rock and Roll beats them first. Jesus Christ! Yeah, what is it? I mean, you I'm say that, and then you're saying I'm throw them in a the singles. Door. Booking the you territory. I don't know. Doc, you say that, but if they'd have thrown them in a singles match, you'd have been like, ah, oh, they just came to the territory. Why are you already separating them? 
Nah, not at all. Then I just said it. They're at the end of the four week taping. They gotta do something. So let me ask a question. Do you have anything from the forty second promo at the end with Morton? No, I, I no. don't either. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I I thought it was uh pretty pretty much nothing. I mean, they're yeah, that was it. Let's all right, get let's to do some disability checks. Yeah, we do need it. We do definitely need to get to disability checks. Uh, before we do so, I want to remind everyone to uh, become a patron. Go to tinyurl.com slash BTT. A great way to get extra content, the world-class shows, the pre-shows we do, and anything else that we do outside of the free feed. It gets, again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT. Uh, let's uh, do disability checks. I'll go first since you went first last week, uh, Doc. Uh, I thought this thing ended kind of flat with the well done and a rock and roll. But I uh, also thought if you throw in Bob Armstrong, Dick Murdoch, that promo, Daryl Van Horn acting just utterly insane, Corny taking a shot at World uh, WCW, uh, I thought we had a lot of good stuff here. And I am, uh, with that said, going to go with an 8.2. Doc, you. On the strength of Murdoch and Daryl Van Horn just completely forgetting that they're on free broadcast tv television. where you, where you broadcast television where certain things shouldn't be done i'm gonna give it an 8.4 hopper what are you giving it i'm gonna give it an 8.5 all right so 8.2 8.4 8.5 on a disability why are you so negative system. yeah uh don't know what you're talking about why are you you're shitting always, on it yeah you're you're always the odd man out on the rankings here yeah, all right. Go back and listen to the to last last two years worth of content. You're always the one that's negative, and that's that. I won't even say anything more. And that's that. Important. Oh, those are facts. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Go to factscheck.org or whatever it's fucking called, asshole. I you believe it's fact Snopes. Checkers. Go to Snopes, yeah. Uh, all right, let's do the government cheese. Uh, make sure you're using the Amazon referral link as you're thinking about the government cheese. Yes, you can probably buy government cheese on Amazon. But anyway, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT uh, Amazon. Uh, you can uh, purchase anything from there. Give it to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces in your life. Whoever you're banging, we really don't care. Uh, just give them the link, tinyurl.com slash. If you're felching the family dog, if, wow. you, if you're felching the family dog, give Fido the goddamn link. <laughs> there you go. You can get anything from Amazon, but it's a great way to support the show. The show gets a little bit of kickback in return. Again, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Let's do Government Cheese Award, uh, named by a longtime member of the show uh, or listener of the member. show, Char Johnson. So, uh, Government Cheese. I went first last week on a Government Cheese. Doc, you go first this week. For uttering at least four different lines that would have been worthy of the cheese in in, in themselves, but putting them all together, give me Daryl Van Horn. Hell fucking yeah! That was uh, me filthy. Too. That was just filthy. Yeah, he he was just downright just disrespectful. That crossed all the lines of good taste, and I love it. Yes, uh, Hopper. While you're, I give mine to uh, I give mine to uh, Murdoch. Can't argue that one either. Yeah, you can fucking call the kid queer and yeah. Good God, really, really good stuff there. So yeah, we got Van Horn on two, Murdoch on one, and then uh, again disability checks. I gave it eight point two, Doc eight point four, Hopper eight point five. So there you go. All right, we're gonna get ready to get out of here. Before I do so, shout out to the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROHs Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett doing their podcast every single Monday. Just search wrestling podcast about nothing or WPAM wherever you get your podcast from. As they talk a little old school, new school. 
and a mix of different things. And then check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn every single Monday as well. They talk uh, about the northern side of, uh, of, of, I guess it's the northern side of BTT is what we'll call it. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional. But at the end of the day, good guys over there. So just search our Vantage Point and you can listen to them on Mondays as well. Right after you listen to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Uh, Doc, you got anything else before we get out of here? What? That's a no. Uh, one thing I gotta do. Joe Ice, MPRU83, Alice, Ari Miller39, Justin underscore Andretti, J Shiny21, Natural Hacksaw, Thin Man Within, Slider91 US, Armando Martinez, Gerald Green and Third, T-Og94, SV Padron, Martin Howell 71, Tim Arecci, Coleman822, Gobbled Unreal and Convinced Ray. Thanks for being a Hall of Fame patrons. I didn't get you guys last week, so I wanted to make sure I take care of you this week. Hopper, if you ain't got nothing else, and after everybody goes and buys a uh, a t-shirt of yours and uh, some BTT swag, because Doc loves that word, that's why I said it. Uh, and go to the links that are in the show description. Hopper, hit the tagline. Take us home. Fuck it, bitch.